Welcome to the Sunday Morning Meeting podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's speaker is Pete Norman. Well, thank you very much. I missed Elvis last night. Was he any good? I missed him. Yeah, I heard he was all right. Yeah. It could have been better. <laughs> Hands up if you've ever worried about anything. I think that's pretty much everyone in the room, isn't it? Okay, let me read this to you. <laughs> so I tell you clearly, do not worry about any aspect of your life. What you should eat or drink, or what you should wear on your body. There are far more important things in life than food, and there are many more important things about you than what clothes you wear. Think of the birds you see flying around. They neither sow nor reap, nor do they store food away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father supplies food for them. Do you not consider yourself more valuable than the birds? And, you, and who can add anything positive to his life through worrying? So why worry about your clothes? Look how beautiful the lilies in the field are. They neither work nor weave to make themselves appear so good. And yet I tell you clearly that even Solomon in his most glorious apparel, what a great word, could not match these lilies for beauty. So if this is the way in which God dresses what grows naturally in the fields, things that are here today and tomorrow are thrown away and burned, will he not make sure that you are well clothed? How weak your faith is. Therefore, Jesus' words, not mine. Therefore, do not worry by saying, what shall we eat, or what have we to drink, or what can we wear? The pagans are concerned about such things. But your, <laughs> but your heavenly Father is well aware of everything you need. And I love the way this verse is put. If you've not got the truth version of the New Testament, get it, because this is great. Let the kingdom of heaven and living in a right relationship with God be your priorities. Then everything else you need will be given to you as well. So do not worry about what will happen tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. You have enough to think about today, and that is true for every day. Is that good? Let's pray. Father, I thank you that your word is life to us today in Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you that you're going to change our perspective and give us your perspective on life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Paul spoke to me and asked me, asked me to speak, and he'd all, he, he didn't ask me to do this specifically today, but he said, you know, you must give some testimony about your move here to Scarborough. So I'll combine that all in one handy package. <laughs> so, and it ties in. with. So we heard um, to move from Scarborough from someone else, and, and we said, no, no, I don't think it's right to move to Scarborough, no, I'm, I'm happy here. And then, but, you know, who knows that always our first reaction to what God says is not always the right one. <laughs> and we said, well, okay, we'll go and pray about it and see what happens. And we did that. And, of course, Paul and Kate are great friends of ours. Um, and we came up here for, at Easter for a bit, of a, a bit of a recce. And I'll tell you what happened then. We, we got here and I was like, Lord, I've still got nothing. I believe there's, there's something in this of you, but I don't know what it is. Um, and we, I, I woke up on the Good Friday morning, 
And I said to the Lord, you're going to have to excite me about this because I've got nothing to be excited about, about moving here. It's a beautiful town and great friends and all that and a great church and a great body. But I've got nothing in me that's excited about being here. And so we went on the, um, on the, the walk of faith or whatever it's called. Is that what it's called? The walk of whatever it's called. The walk of witness, that's the one. The walk of witness. With all the churches together, we met in the town and we walked up to the castle and we had a little meeting up there. And then on the way back, Paul said, oh, we'll go past um, one of the houses that you were looking at. Because we started to look at houses, you know, we'd taken a step of faith. We started to look at houses on the estate agents. And there was only one house I looked at. And we walked past it and I looked at it and God said, there you go, there's your house. Does that make you excited? I thought, okay. (laughs) And then we carried on walking and it was, the, the weather was not wooing us that weekend, let me tell you. It was chucking it down. But we walked up to, let's go to the summit, we'll have a bite to eat. So we walked now and we walked past the estate agent, CPH, which is just down the road there. And it was open on a good Friday, which was weird. So I thought, let's bob in and see if the... We can have a viewing of the house. And left my number. And within five minutes, they'd called me back. Just walking back here. Oh, you can go in an hour and go and look around. So we, all went, we went back with Paul and Kate as well, because. And we went back and we had a look around. And it was just like, oh, yeah, this is, this is going to be our house. This is amazing. And it was, it, it's in, it was impossible for us to buy this house. It was impo- we, we didn't own a house when we were living there in Horsham. We couldn't afford to buy a house. We were renting. But God said, this is your house. So we went with it. Now, it was impossible to buy on many levels. We didn't have any money, but we'd got an inheritance, um, which was miraculous. I won't go into all the details of that, which worked as a deposit. But even then, it was impossible because it was classed as a HMO, House of Multiple Occupancy. This is how we knew it was right for us, because it was going to be a house that could generate money. It's got self-contained flats in it that we can rent out, you see. But it's a bit of a grey area, because they're not self-contained really, they're shared bills and a shared entrance. But because it said that, you'd need a commercial mortgage. You know, you need half um, the, the cost of the house as a deposit. Impossible. And when I found that out, I said to Sally, I said, there's got to be a loophole. There's got to be a loophole. I know this is the right house. Anyway, I, I bumped into Pastor Clive, um, like Clive Urquhart down in down in, we were back down there and he said how did it go I said and I told him all this stuff I said you know but there's there's this thing about the commercial mortgage and he said there's got to be a loophole <laughs> so I said that's my witness that's exactly word for word what I said to say. and I knew it was right then I knew I knew that was the confirmation I needed that it was right and all I needed to do was just I just phoned up the the estate agent said, can you change your description so it doesn't say self-contained flats because this is stopping us from buying it. I want to buy it. You want to sell it. Can you change your description slightly? He said, yeah, okay. So they, they altered the description. But then we, we had this other problem of there's going to be a surveyor of value going around and, he'll, and the, our financial advisor says, well, you can pay the 600 quid that it'll cost to, to send this guy around, but he's going to come back with HMO, I'm sure of it. I said, no, we'll pay, pay it. I know it's right. Now, consider it is, you know, it's, it's over five floors. There's self-contained-ish flats. There's, uh, how many bedrooms? Uh, seven, six, seven bedrooms? It's fast. It's massive, right? It's fast. Overlooking the sea. It's amazing. I couldn't, I couldn't have dreamed of a better house. I've even got a music room. 
It's amazing. It's amazing. Mike, you'll have to come. Um, but this is amazing. The value went on the Thursday. Friday we got the report back. Oh, yeah, it's a, a four-bedroom terrace house. Go ahead. I, was like, I said, are you looking at the same house I'm looking at? This is, this is crazy. So that was another hurdle. It was a, a miracle. It was a miracle. So in all of this, I know God's been in it. And, and by the way, the day we moved in, we had so much help here. So I've not had a chance. I've, I've thanked you all individually. But publicly, I want to thank everyone in this body for helping us move in. It was so, meant such a lot to us and the help we've had since. So thank you very much. Um, but you know what? God spoke to us that weekend. And who knows that faith comes by? There we go. Okay. And do you know, God just said to me, when I was, I was sat in the hub that afternoon, we, we came in here before we viewed the house. I think it was. Oh, no, it was on the Sunday, after the meeting on Sunday, Easter Sunday. And I was, I was sat on a couch in there, and God said, take a photo of that. So I took a photo of this thing. So, Hannah, can we have that first one up? Um, and it says that, look. It may not be easy, but it, and it was only a couple of days later that I realised this sequence of photos I'd taken in an order made sense. But God led me to take photos on my phone. So it may not be easy, but it will be worth it. Next one, please, Hannah. Oh, not that one. Expect a miracle. Next one, please. And... So I thought, I thought, Lord, I'll have a bag of that. That sounds good to me. So we've stuck with that. You know, and even in the, all of this now, we're saying, is this our dream? Do we want to do this? Because, you know, um, nothing's perfect yet, by the way. I'm still looking for a job. Okay, so I don't know where my next mortgage payment's coming from. But I know a man who does. And I know it's going to be okay. And I've, I've turned down... Well, I turned down one job because I knew it wasn't my dream. You know, working for minimum wage and an hour each way was not for me. (laughs) So I turned it down, actually. I'm still looking for a job. So I want to tell you that it's not perfect. However, God is faithful. God is faithful. Okay. So after all of this, we ended up moving in. So can we have the next photo up, please, Hannah? That's us. That's us on the day we moved in. You can leave that up if you like. And on that day we moved in, my boy Billy, is, he's a little boy of faith. And he wanted certain things. For three years, he's been asking me for a dog. Not just any dog. Because we couldn't have a dog where we were, because we were renting, right? He didn't just want any dog. He said, I want a big wolf dog. <laughs> he meant a, a husky, right? <laughs> That's what he meant. I found out he meant. And... Well, but the day we moved into that house, he also wanted, do you know what I'd really like in my room? Because he was upset about moving. He had lots of friends down in Horsham. He was leaving his friends. And he burst into tears when I told him, you know, I believe God's saying, telling us to move to Scarborough. And, you know, I have to say, thanks to Pastor Paul, he absolutely laid out the red, the red carpet for us on that Easter weekend because he, my, my boy loves board games. And because it was raining, God knew we were going to be stuck inside playing board games for the whole weekend. 
and he was delighted and, and actually it was brilliant. And it, it changed his mindset a bit. But one day he was a little upset and I said, I thought, how am I going to get him excited about this? So I said to him, Billy, how would you, what do you think you could do with your room? Because we'd chosen which room he was going to have. You know, he's got his own double room with an ensuite and everything. I said, what are you going to do with your room? He said, oh, I'd love a, I'd love a little mini TV and a, and a DVD player. And uh, oh, do you know what I'd really like is a mini fridge. <laughs> I said, brilliant. And, and I was looking on eBay at all these mini fridges. They're all about 100 quid. I thought, well, you know, in time. And we moved in. And the lady had left a mini fridge, a small TV, and a DVD player. Well, I never mentioned any of this. I never mentioned any of this to the lady, lovely lady, a Welsh lady, Elaine. She was lovely. And she'd left all this stuff. Absolutely amazing. But before that, I want to give you another little testimony as well. Um, when we were looking around the house, we came back for this conference... And we set up a, a little meeting with, with uh, uh, Elaine at the house to see what she was going to leave for us, because she was downsizing. So in the end, we just said to her, look, leave what you don't want, we'll tip what, what we don't want, and that'll help you. But I asked her, we were sat in the kitchen, which is a massive kitchen, with a, a Welsh slate floor, and it was, it was amazing. It needs some work, but it's great. It's all a bit death by pine, but, you know, a lick of paint <laughs> will do it. Uh, but they had uh, a massive oak table... Uh, oak dining table, six chairs around it, and an oak Welsh dresser. And I said, um, I, I knew Sally had had her eye on it. And I said, you're not leaving this, are you, Elaine? She said, no, no, I'm taking that with me. I thought, oh, well, never mind. So I had a look on eBay, knowing, you know, secretly, knowing Sally wanted it. And I thought, oak, oak dining table, six chairs. Well, start at a thousand quid, you what? <laughs> of course, you can get a pine one for a couple of hundred oak ones. Start at a thousand quid. I thought, oh, well, pipe dream, never mind. Left it. Bumped into a friend in Horsham in the, in the church there. I hadn't seen him for a while, John Hutchinson, some of you might know him. And I was telling him about this, uh, you know, the move up to Scarborough, we're going to move, you know, we're, God's provided this amazing house that we're believing for. We still haven't got the mortgage through then, but we're believing for it. And he, I didn't tell him anything about the table. He said, you don't happen to want a, an oak dining table, do you, and six chairs? <laughs> I said, yeah, that'd be absolutely amazing. And he said, it's a Welsh dresser that goes with it as well, if you like. <laughs> I said, oh, oh, f- fabulous. He said, I'll, I said, I'll polish it all up for you. Come and collect it a couple of weeks before you, before you move. So we got that. And do you know what? A table and a Welsh dresser doesn't really matter, does it? But what God did in me then was, well, if I'm interested in those details, I'll sort everything else out, right? So God's interested in the details of your life. And when he shows that, I thought, because we hadn't sorted out Billy's school place, Gracie's college place, our jobs, all that stuff. But God just raised my faith and he said, if I can sort out that for you, that detail, won't I sort everything else out? And he sorted out a great school place for Billy at the Friaridge. And and Grace got a dream college course. Amazing. Amazing. All these things are absolutely, absolutely awesome. I mean, loads of other stuff as well. You know, I found a... The carpet, an end of roll carpet, it cost like less than 200 quid to carpet a massive room that needed doing and we, our dishwasher blew up on the, you know, when we tried to switch it on so we found a, a way better one for 25 quid, like brand new and like, I met loads of other little things the details, God's interested in, the, in your details, right, in the details of your life but back to what Billy wanted and you know, he's, he's absolutely amazing Billy he wanted this dog so and I was thinking, oh you know, we'll See how it goes. Perhaps in the new year we'll get a dog. 
But one came up on a website, um, a rescue dog, and um, his name is uh, uh, Kira. Can we have the next... Um, oh, that's me, and, that's me and my dog there. Well, not my dog, Billy's dog, of course. And uh, let's, have a, let's have the next one, Hannah. There he is. <laughs> He's absolutely gorgeous. I absolutely love this dog. And God provided this dog for Billy. Within a week of moving in. Within a week of moving into the house, it's like, we've got a new house and a new dog that needs about, you know, four hours walking a day. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and do you know what? That dog really taught me something because he doesn't worry about anything. Have you ever known? Have you ever noticed that? Have you also noticed every time the doorbell rings, the dog thinks it's for them? <laughs> Why do they do that? Why do they do that? <laughs> Why they do that? Well, he doesn't worry about anything. He knows where his next meal's coming from. He knows there's going to be water out for him. He knows he's going to get a good long walk every day. He knows he's going to get all the affection he needs. He doesn't worry about anything. And this is what God's saying to us. Stop worrying. Stop worrying. I've got it covered. I've got every angle covered. God's saying he's got us hemmed in. Do you know Jesus goes before you? The everlasting arms are beneath you. His banner over you is love. And surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Just don't turn to the right or to the left. Just keep going. He's got every angle covered. Jesus is before you. Everlasting arms beneath you. Banner over you is love. And goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Yeah? He's got it sorted. He's got it covered. But I absolutely love this dog. Let's, let's have the next picture, Hannah. Look at him. <laughs> There's Billy with his dog. And do you know what? And even people who don't like dogs love this dog. <laughs> even people who say they're scared to death of dogs love this dog. He's, and he was a gift from God. I never thought this could happen, that you'd have a, a dog. It's just a dog, isn't it? No, God is interested in those details. Yeah. He's the right dog for us. Yeah. And do you know what? He's sorting my health out as well, because I have to walk <laughs> for about two hours every day. And I'm getting fitter and fitter. It's great. But this dog is amazing. Let's have a next picture, Hannah. There he is on the beach. He loves to go on the beach, which is impossible, because you're not allowed to let huskies off the lead because they never come back. We let him off every day and he comes back every time because, because he's the right dog for us, right? Because God's interested in those details. He's God's interested in those details. But do you know what? Sometimes he goes away. And we do that. But he comes back. He comes back. And we can do that too. Right to the master. We can do that. And we've trained him with little bits of saveloy. Who knew that Siberian Huskies' favourite food would be a saveloy? <laughs> but it is. There we go. <laughs> but do you know what? I want to talk to you also about rest. Are you feeling sleepy? I hope you're not too sleepy. Let me find my next scripture. Here we go. One day, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they boarded a boat and set sail. During the crossing, Jesus fell asleep. 
Let's have that next photo, uh, Hannah. There we go. If that's not, if that's not making you feel restful, I don't know. But a sudden storm hit the lake, causing the boat to be swamped and placing them in great danger. The disciples woke Jesus, saying, Master, Master, we are going to drown. So Jesus rebuked the wind and the turbulent water, and the storm immediately subsided. All was calm. So where is your faith? he asked the disciples. Full of awe and amazement, they questioned among themselves, Who is this? He's able to command the wind and the waves, and they obey him. There's, there's a rest in, in faith. It was, it was their lack of faith that made them run around like headless chickens. You know, I love their dad's army. Panic, don't panic, Mr. Money, don't panic. And that's what they were all doing, right? What was Jesus doing when they were all panicking? <laughs> well, he was the same in every way. As well as undistinguishable from, from anyone, you know, so I'm sure he, sure he must have snored. He must have done, wasn't he? You know, if we, if we couldn't tell him apart from anyone else by his appearance, surely he snored. <laughs> Jesus was snoring away in complete rest. But what gives us rest? Well, we, I don't know about you, but when we worship like we worshiped before, I feel at rest. And when we're in his presence, because God says, what does God say? My presence will go with you. And I will give you rest. So I want you today to be at rest. Take a deep breath. You can breathe out now. It's all right. Be at rest. You do not need to worry about anything. Why? Because, let's have that next picture, Hannah. God is faithful. That's a picture just outside our house. God is faithful. Every time you see a rainbow, as Hannah said, it means God isn't going to destroy everyone in a terrible death. No, it means God is faithful. God is faithful. He's also not going to do that again. But it also means I, I am faithful to my promises. Now, I want to crack on because I want a little bit of response. Are we doing all right for time? Paul? Okay, good. Thank you. Okay. Let's have a look. What else have we got? When I... Was praying into moving here. Um, I really had an amazing time with the Lord one morning, and uh, in the Lord started to speak to me about the giants in the land because you know uh, doing the recce here was great. You know, coming to the church, the, the house, the uh, you know everything that came with it, all the words from God. But also, you're just looking around the town, you can see the need in the town, right? And they're like giants in the land. But God is giving us this land. God is giving us this land, the people in it. There are giants of health. I've never seen more people in mobility scooters than in this town. That's a giant of health. There are giants of health in this town. There are giants of mental health in this town. Giants of poverty. It's one of the poorest places, statistically, in the country. And there are giants of addiction in this town. But do you know what God said to me? He said, fear not, I've overcome the world. And just like those scouts that went into the land, Caleb would come back and say, yeah, they're giants, but do you know what? It's ours. 
we're having it. Just look to the person and say, I'm having it. Next to you. I'm having it. I'm having it. It's ours. And do you know what God said to me? He said, and I'm, and I'm giving you this now as a challenge. Walk around this town with your head held high because you own it. You own it. Where you set your feet, you own. And God's saying, we own this town. We own this town. Yes, there are giants. Do you know what? Jesus has overcome the world. They're nothing to him. They're nothing to him. So, how are we going to respond? Well, I think we're, I feel a song coming on. Okay, Claire, would you mind uh, coming and helping? Um, we're going we're gonna to sing a new song. I didn't want to bamboozle the worship team by, saying, by asking them to learn a new song on the morning of doing it. So it's just Claire and I'll do it. Um, but I, let's, let's have the next picture up, uh, Hannah. Isn't that a beautiful painting? Yeah. That's my brother painted that a, a few weeks ago. He, he's, he's a great artist. He's also the bass player in Shawaddy Waddy. Anyone remember them? <laughs> And they played at the, uh, the theatre at the spa a week after we moved in, which is amazing. Now, me, me and my brother have not always got on and seen eye to eye. Who knows that that can happen? <laughs> um, but you know what? God's healing our relationship and has been healing it for a long time. And I want to encourage you, and we're going to leave that picture up there of our beautiful town that God has given us. Amen, amen. Right? And I, we're going to pray and sing over some people that we know. Have you got a list of people you're praying for? If you've not, I encourage you to write down maybe just six, half a dozen people that you're praying for. So one of them is my brother, who was really going for the Lord up until about oh, 20 years ago now, and he just fell away completely. I was deceived. It's nonsense. But he's going to come back. God's told me he is. He's going to come back. He's going to come back. And his, and his family. Also, God's spoken over Sally's granddad, who's now 97. And he's totally all there, he's brilliant, he's great to chat to, he's hilarious, he's one of the highest members of the Masonic Lodge. But do you know what, God said he's going to get saved. And I know God's sustaining him until he does. He'll live till 150 if he won't yield. (laughs) He'll just keep going, because he's going to get saved. He's going to get saved. Now there are other people as well, friends and neighbours, whoever... But first, we'll start with ourselves. So we're going to, let's all stand. And we'll, uh, we'll sing this song together. It's a new song. So you might, some of you might know it. Um, thank you, Mike, for letting me lend your guitar. Um, is, is this a good place to, to be? Sorry, I need the words. So I'm sorry. Right, we're going to use this and the chorus of this particularly to, um, to sing over... Firstly, ourselves. Oh, I've switched it off. That's it. And it's all about God's faithfulness. I say you might know it. If you don't, just just bear with us. It'll be fine. Okay, thanks, Dan. darkness you 
presence now. Just ask God to give you a word. If you haven't got a word for someone who needs to get saved, why don't you ask God for one now? And you know what? All his promises are affirmed, as it says in the truth version, with a mighty yes and an amen, it shall be so. It's going to happen. My brother, Bill, is going to get saved. He's going to get saved. Why? Because God is faithful. He's faithful to his promises. I've been singing that song over my brother. Um, This is how God gave me the promise. Um, That song, God's Great Dance Floor. You know the Chris Tomlin one? Do you know that one? You never stop loving us, no matter how far you run. You never give up on us. God's not giving up on my brother. He's going to come back to God. My dad's going to get saved. My dad's 85 at the end of the month. He's going to get saved. My mum's already saved. The transformation in my mother is absolutely miraculous since she got saved. Amazing. My dad's going to get saved. My two sisters are going to get saved. Their families and their households are going to get saved. We're talking about whole households here. Yeah? So when we sing this now, we're declaring this. We're declaring all these promises a yes and amen. Just ask the Holy Spirit now. Close your eyes. Ask the Holy Spirit. Call to mind the promises you've spoken over us. Call to mind the promises. Sally's granddad, Morris. We know he's going to get saved. God's sustaining him until he gets saved. And it'll be the same for anyone you know. Everyone you know. Thank you, Jesus. I will rest in your promise. My confidence is your faithfulness. I will rest in your promise. My confidence is your faithfulness. I will rest in your promise. Jesus. Keep going, Claire. God wants to do something else. I want to give an opportunity for anyone who's not saved to come forward. 
and we pray with you and because today's a day of salvation and a promise over your life is that you will be saved that actually you've been called by name you've been chosen and there are people here one or two people here who've felt the call towards God and they felt something happening people around them are witnessing to him and they've seen the things in the people around them and they've thought I want that I want what they've got and do you know what God's saying today's the day now is the time now is the time it's time it's time so if you've not given your life to the Lord now's the time now's the time now I want to encourage you now's the time no one's looking at you but if it's you just walk to the front walk to the front and do you know what we'll pray together okay because it's time it's time it's time it's time why? Because God is faithful to you. He's faithful to his promises. He's faithful to the promises of those around you who've been praying for you as well. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we're going to finish by doing one last thing. Paul's going, to, Paul's going to go, you're so old school, KF. I can't believe it. He's going to laugh when I do this. He'll love it as well, though. I know he will. Okay, we're going to do our daily faith confessions. Because <laughs> faith comes by. Are you filled with faith? Yes. Have I encouraged you? Yes. Good. 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 Okay. Are you going to worry about anything? Why not? Why not? Why pray when you can worry? Oh no, hang on, that's not right. Hang on, that's not right, is it? Why worry when you can pray? There are giants in this land. There might be giants in your life, but do you know what? He's faithful. Do you know, I loved what Lottie was singing earlier. He's our strong tower. He's our strong tower. From that strong tower that you can see just walking around the corner, we're a few hundred yards from the castle. From that strong tower that we have in our town, you can see all sorts of storms going on at sea. Some day, sometimes it's like a mill pond. Other days, the surfing's great, isn't it, Carl? 
other days, there's a, oh, there's a storm going on, raging. Well, that, that strong tower stays firm. That strong tower stays firm. And that's what God's like. Okay. Hannah, can we have the first slide up, please? We're going to say this. And do you know what? There's power in saying the word of God. There's power in declaring truth. These are God's promises. Okay? So the reason I'm doing this is because all your promises are... Oh, I don't know. We've got got a catchphrase. Okay. Are we ready to go? Jesus Christ is my Lord. I am in him by God's grace. Today I live and move and have my being in him. Okay, next one. The Lord is my life. His life has become my life. Today I have all that is in him. Every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. The Lord is my righteousness. He has cleansed me from my sins by his blood and made me totally acceptable in his sight. Today, I will live free from sin. Why not? The Lord has given me his spirit. I have an anointing from the Holy One. Today, he fills me with power and leads me into all the truth. The Lord is my peace. Today, I do not need to worry about anything. Amen. The Lord is with me always. He will never leave me nor forsake me. Today, his presence goes with me and gives me rest. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Okay, we'll stop there for a moment. Do you know what, do you know what Pastor Collins says? He says this great, he has a great phrase. He says, joy is the barometer of your faith. And it's true. If you're full of faith, you're happy. There was no happier man than Jesus. There was no happier man than Jesus. Okay, so let's, let's crack on. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Today I will rejoice in him and give thanks in all circumstances. His praise will continually be on my lips. Okay, I'm going to mention something about that. Why can you praise God continually? Because God is good. And all the time. That's the lie of the enemy, that he's not good. Constantly, did he really say that? Is, does God really love you? Did he really choose you by name? Yes, he did, actually, enemy. He did choose me by name. God does love me, and he is good all the time. That's why I can praise him continually. Because although my circumstances might have changed, you have not. Okay. The Lord is my healer. By his stripes, I am healed. For he bore my infirmities and carried my sicknesses. He is my health and salvation. So today I will speak his health and healing over my life. I resist all sickness in his name. The Lord is my provider. He is my shepherd so that I shall not want. Today he makes all grace abound to me. So that in all things, at all times, having all that I need, I will abound in every good work. The Lord is my banner, my victory. He always leads me in triumphant procession in Christ. Today I shall live as an overcomer. 
The Lord has given me authority over all the power of the enemy. Today I submit myself to God. I resist the devil and he flees from me. I overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. The Lord loves me. Today I abide in his love. I can love others with the same love with which he loves me. Amen. Do you feel full of faith? Great. Thank you. There, if you need prayer, you're welcome. <laughs> if you need prayer, there's a banner at the back there with a cross just where Rob is. And there's a prayer team over there who will pray with you. Is that it? Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. That was a good message this morning. Take that home. And, uh, you know, faith comes by listening. But then you have to make a decision to continue listening. Because next you do something. Okay, there's no faith without doing something. Peter would not have had faith if he'd said to Jesus, yeah, I believe I can walk on water. That would be well called, but I'm going to stay in the boat for now. That's not faith. That's, he would be deceiving himself. Many Christians deceive themselves by saying, yes, I believe that, but they don't make a decision to do something. Okay, so go and do. Go and live by the word and also make a decision to believe for next weekend that it's going to be a time of encounter and meeting with God for you and for this church. And then make the decision to be here and the decision, I'm being serious, to book in this morning. If you don't, for some reason, have the capacity to pay this morning, just book in with John in anyway. Oh, there he is. He's free from Ignite. He's been doing Ignite this morning. And he'll be down there to book in with him. Okay? Have an absolutely amazing week. Uh, if I don't see you Thursday, see you next weekend or here at the summit at some time. Enjoy a cup of coffee or a hot chocolate or whatever you're going to do. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.